The Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, episode 68, Monday, April 30th, 2007. everyone again boys and girls this is Julius on the Miller and physics is my business welcome to why is it so today we're going to examine the physical properties of tension what does it mean and why is it so in other words if we have an object two objects each attached by a string and you pull one object away from the other, you've created tension. As always, we're going to demonstrate tension in a real physical lab experiment featuring our trusted lab assistant, of course, Paunch Stevenson. Say hello. Hello. Are you ready for this experiment? I am not doing another crazy experiment with you. I always end up getting hurt. You're not doing it in the name of physics? No. Physics is our business. We're going to take extra precautions this time around. <sighs> All right, fine. I'm ready. Uh, wait, let me put on my safety goggles. Okay, I'm ready. All right. Let's explain the apparatus. Here we have a small crane. The crane is suspending a wire rope and on the other end of the rope is a chair. Ponch Stevenson, our lab assistant, will get into the chair. It is equipped with a seat belt and other safety precautions. Sounds good. All right. And now, Mr. Stevenson, step up into the apparatus, into the seat. Okay. All right, I'm in. Okay, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Now, the tension of this wire rope is just sufficient to hold up Mr. Stevenson. As you can see, Mr. Stevenson is sitting there fine. Oh, oh the wire rope has broken. Uh, all right, well, okay, I fell. It wasn't so bad. You see, children, the tension was exceeded by Mr. Stevenson's own weight. The tensile strength was not enough. So as a result, we have to use a larger laboratory to properly test tension. Now let's go outside. Out here, we have a much larger crane used in general construction and a much larger seat. Mr. Stevenson, if you please, climb up. Okay, I'm in. Very well. Now that Mr. Stevenson is in the crane, let's lift the crane. And there he is, 30 feet up in the air. And now, let's move the crane over a larger area. Let's say on the side of this here cliff. 
hey, whoa, wait a minute. Don't no, worry, there's extra safety precautions, plus the wire rope used there is properly measured for your weight. Okay, if you say so. So now, children, let's again go over what it is about tension. Uh, wait a minute, what? this is breaking. Hmm. Well, apparently, children, we forgot to factor in the weight of the chair in our measurements. We'll have to correct that for the next time. For now, I'm Dr. Julius Sumner Miller, and physics is my business. Episode 68, Whoop-dee-doo, and... Oh, Jesus. So, uh, but first things first. In 2005, we named our first ever Porn Stevenson show Lame Idiot of the Year. Yes, Kevin Federline. Yes, Kevin Federline. Uh, for 2006, we actually did it, <laughs> but... Uh, the problem was, again, I have a microphone which requires batteries. <laughs> Why? Ah. Uh, and uh, the batteries weren't working too well at that point. So uh, it, it wound up sounding really bad, and we uh, we just trashed it. We never got around to doing it again. But we're going to do it right now. So without further ado, the Port Stevenson Show 2006 Lame Idiot of the Year. And the drum roll, please. Tom Cruise! <laughs> help me! Help you! Yes. Yeah. The insane man himself. Absolutely off the wall. It's weird because in the 80s and the 90s, he, had, he was like one of the top actors. He starred in all these movies. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, last year, <laughs> 2006... He just went insane, <laughs> screaming at Brooke Shields on the TV, right. and this whole baby thing, and the wedding. The wedding, and well, it, 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 it was building. Uh, he's been getting more and more crazy uh, every year, and now he's just totally nuts. Yeah. But we'll go now right to the news, um, and we're, you know, we're talking about Tom Cruise, so we'll start off with uh, this, this one first. Katie Holmes. Uh, Katie Holmes from Dawson's Creek, right? Of course, she's the uh, the crackpot who uh, married Tom Cruise, and we we know what we think about them. <laughs> oh boy! So, um, Katie Holmes apparently has dropped out of the sequel to Batman Begins uh, completely. Uh, it seems uh, because Tom Cruise does not want her to be in the movie. And again, the sequel to Batman Begins. Uh, well, what is that called? It's the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. It should be out in 2008. Yes, so it's, uh, it's of course... Uh, <laughs> Christian Bale. Yes, and uh, Heath Ledger as the, the Joker, which, again, we talked about this before, didn't make any sense. 
and Ryan yeah. Phillippe as the Riddler. And also, of course, as the Penguin. Lily Anderson. What? Yeah. What? No, the I think he would make a good penguin. He <laughs> looks like the penguin. <laughs> Be better than Danny DeVito. Batman, it's time to play the feud. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, they, they have to get Michael Keaton back. Yes. He was the best. I'm Batman. <laughs> he was good, though. He was. He was. He, he was. He was very, very good. Val Kilmer? Not good. <laughs> George Clooney? <laughs> <laughs> no, but speaking of Louis Anderson, I was slipping through the channels the other night, and on the Game Show Network, they were showing The Weakest Link, mm. which is pretty good. I like it sometimes. And I was flipping through, and they were they had on comedians, and one of them was Louis Anderson. Yes, he actually did pretty decent. Louis, I don't know you. Who are you? What do you do? Oh, I'm a game show host too, but I'm not mean. But you're fat, <laughs> and you're the weakest link. Goodbye. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't stand that show. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. No, that's better than these stupid shows on now. Oh, that's true. What's that one? Who are you? Smarter than a fifth grader? Uh, Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> uh, they should have Doctor Phil host that oh, show. Oh boy, <laughs> I I do not watch the show, but I happened to see online a clip. I guess last week or whatever they did a special show called American Idol Cares or something. It was some kind of yeah, it thing. was the most boring two uh, hours ever aired on television. Where they had, like, all these, like, celebrities and... Yeah, they were dancing uh, to the Bee Gees. Oh, man. Well, again... All right, dog, it's <laughs> like this. Uh, that was hot, dog. That was hot. You know, and then I'll He says about. that every time. He <laughs> says that to every contestant. Again, you could have a cardboard cutout yeah. with, like, five things that he says. Yeah. But, again, Randy Jackson, who is this guy? Um, but, so anyway, they had the celebrities on and, uh, they were, yeah, they were dancing to the Bee Gees song and it was a bunch you know, of different celebrities. I remember seeing Sarah Michelle Geller and, uh, David Schwimmer <laughs> God, and Dr. Phil was one of them <laughs> and he was absolutely ridiculous looking. Of course. He, I mean, he looked like someone took 600,000 volts of electricity and stuck him in the butt with it. <laughs> I am an American idol. <laughs> no, but come on. How funny would it be if he hosted that game show, uh, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? <laughs> he sounds exactly the same as Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> what? What is the speed of sound? Uh, yeah, it's like 760 miles an hour. No, you idiot. <laughs> How can you tell how fast sound is? You can't measure it. It can't run. It doesn't run around. Do you think the sounds come come out of my mouth just starts running around the room? You think sound's going to get behind the wheel of a car and start driving? Say, I'm doing 50 miles an hour. I'm sound. 
<laughs> Speed of sound, 50 mile an hour. <laughs> yeah, he definitely needs to host a game show. <laughs> the latest Dr. Phil thing is he came out with these shakes and, and energy bars and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It, it was supposed to like promote health and weight loss, and these people kept taking his products, and they didn't do anything. So they ended up filing a, a class action lawsuit, and he settled out of court. <laughs> Idiot. It worked for me. There, he called it... Um, these people are dumb. They can't read the directions. <laughs> His line of products was called Shape Up. <laughs> which is weird, because he's not in, in shape at all, this guy. Yeah, here it is. In October 2005, several people who used... Dr. Phil's products, Shape Up, declared an intent to file a class action lawsuit against him, claiming that although the supplements cost $120 per month, mm. they did not stimulate weight loss. Eh. Dr. Phil settled the suit in September 2006 for $10.5 million. Ooh. Oprah's money. However, the majority of the settlement will be paid to the plaintiffs in the form of vitamins. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he says with a quack. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry, one other Dr. Phil thing. Uh, he had an ethical violation in the state of Texas. Uh, he was reprimanded by the Texas State Board of Examiners of Psychologists for an inappropriate relationship with a therapy client in 1988. Wow. Dr. Phil was required to take ethics classes in order to continue his private practice in the state of Texas. Oh, man. Dr. Phil admits to giving his client a job at his office, which is not allowed, but continued to deny carrying on an inappropriate relationship with the 19-year-old. Oh, God. Who claims that they were in an inappropriate relationship. Okay, but, but can you imagine, he's got to take these ethics classes, him? <laughs> I know. Well, that's why he's a quack. <laughs> but can you imagine him in the, in the class? You know, the, the teachers, the lecturer or whatever is like, Yes, th these are the ethics that we all have to abide by and all that. And he, he's yelling in the background. No, let me tell you what ethics are. You people are all unethical. <laughs> you are an idiot. I'm running this class now. <laughs> Get out. You leave now. Oh. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Dr. Phil plays a lot of tennis. So speaking of celebrities uh, playing tennis, uh, Elizabeth Shue, do you recall her? Uh, yeah, she was in Leaving Las Vegas with Nicolas Cage. And The Saint with Val Kilmer. And she was also in the second and third Back to the Futures. I'm going back. I love your job. Doc, is it, is it hot? No, it's cold, Marty. So back to Elizabeth Shue. Um, she's 43 years old, and she's come out and says, I'm so good at tennis that I'm going to join the professional tennis tour, women's tennis tour. Wow. Most of the f women uh, tennis players are like, 
19, 20, 25. Very rarely are they over 30. And this, this nutcase is uh, 40-some-odd years old. Thinks he's going to play professional tennis. You think she could pull it off? No. <laughs> oh, actually, I, I'm just remembering what she might look like in a tennis uh, dress. Because she practically wore it the entire time in the Karate Kid. Oh, yeah. Remember, she was uh, uh, Daniel Sun's girlfriend. Daniel Sun. Okay. She did not. She was not a believer in John Kreese karate. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. We're way off topic. Okay. All right. All right. Come on. We're, we're trying to cram in as much <sighs> news as possible. So she's terrible. And again, it runs in the family. Uh, over about 10 years ago or so, uh, following the World Cup 1994 soccer that was played in the United States, they, they started the professional soccer league, Major League Soccer. So most of the players, some of the players they got were guys, Americans and, and non-Americans, who played in other leagues around the world. And But unfortunately, they couldn't get most of those guys because the other leagues paid more money. So they had to have open tryouts. You know, for guys that were college players or whatever. And one of the guys that tried out for the Los Angeles team was Elizabeth Shue's brother, Billy Shue, from Melrose Place. Uh. And, and again, you know, when you talk about celebrities playing sports, um, it's not like the celebrities, the idiot celebrities who decide, well, uh, I'll just go ahead and drive a race car because I'm a celebrity. Well, like uh, Craig T. Nelson and... Uh, Tom Crash Cruz and, uh, you know, Tim Allen and Jason Priestley, and, and they're terrible. Uh, although some have been good. Like who? Oh, Paul Newman, Steve McQueen, Jim Garner. They've, they, they've been, they're at least reputable. <laughs> I'm looking up Melrose Place on IMDb. Ugh. And the character's name was Billy Campbell. Yeah. But her brother's name is Andrew Shue. Wow. How the hell did I get that wrong? Well, Billy Campbell, Andrew Shue, mm. Billy Shue. Uh, anyway, it's Andrew Shue. I'm just a you-know-what. Big dummy. <laughs> oh, sorry, Andrew Shue. Uh, but absolutely the worst celebrity trying to try out for a professional sport was done in around, I don't know, 1999, 1998. Country singer, who was about 45 at the time and fat, overweight, with no baseball skills, Garth Brooks, who tried out for the San Diego Padres. <laughs> Unbelievable. He batted like uh, 110. I mean, he looked like Engelbert from uh, Bad News Bears. <laughs> it was bad. In episode 59, we had talked about the Nintendo sneakers, yeah. that company Run Athletics, which I could never get their website to work. Yeah. Hold on, let me go to this website. It's runathletics.com. Let me see if they ever got it up and running. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. So our listener Dennis in North Carolina told me about how Reebok this fall 
will be coming out with Voltron sneakers. Ugh. To coincide with... I, I guess they're coming out with a new cartoon series. <laughs> so I guess it's supposed to coincide with that. And a movie that's scheduled for 2008 next year. So you got Nintendo sneakers, and you'll have Voltron sneakers in the fall. So here is the... Uh, uh... <clears throat> the Paunch Stevenson show, The Dush Update. Boys, I think that you have a better chance of seeing God than seeing Eliza Dushku. Oh! Um, the Dush has a new boyfriend. Kevin like Federline? This... No, God, no. It's a, a guy that's actually a pitcher for the Los Angeles Dodgers, Brad Penny. He's like this huge guy. He looks like an offensive lineman for a football team. <laughs> yeah. Brad Penny. How do you spell that? P-E-N-N-Y. Like the character from Pee-wee's Playhouse. Uh, yeah. Hey, Penny! <laughs> well, that, it's, that, that must upset you. I'm angry! No. So, I'm thinking, okay, I know what to do. Now I've got the perfect plan. I need to become a Major League Baseball pitcher. There you go. And then I get to meet the Dush. Well, you so, can you can try out with Garth Brooks. Oh Lord, no! <laughs> Here, here's my here's my thought. Since I consider myself, I guess a, uh, I, don't know, I guess like a just an average, uh, you know, amateur baseball player. I know how to play. I would not say I could pitch worth a lick. <laughs> so I'm gonna do something about that. And in thinking about what I can do, it occurred to me, a certain film known as Rookie of the Year. It's simple. I break my shoulder badly, which fuses something together, and then I go into a sling for a while, and when the sling comes off, my shoulder becomes a catapult. (laughs) And I throw the ball 120 miles an hour. That's right. Nobody can hit it. And that's it. And then I, then get to meet the douche. So that's my plan. There you go. And I'll bust my shoulder up and then uh, become a pitcher. Gary Busey was in that movie. He was, yes. <laughs> 1993. <laughs> yes. He... Well, you see, when I did a movie and I read the script and I said... Uh, uh, no, this this just totally unbelievable. Uh, you know, twelve year old kid breaks his arm and he becomes a major league pitcher. No, I said what you have to do is you have to get the kid. You have to chop his arm off, and in the socket where it's all bleeding, all the guts are coming out and everything. What you got to do is you got to take a, a voodoo priest. He's got to come in there and he's got to sprinkle ashes. Now where you got to get the ashes from is you got to climb up to the top of Mount Kilimanjaro and get ashes from up there, put them on the shoulder, then reattach the shoulder, and voila, you have a a shoulder that is 600,000 times stronger than the normal shoulder. (laughs) Gary Busey. Yet another completely psychotic celebrity. (laughs) How 
can you tell how fast sound is? You can't measure it. It can't run. You think sound's going to get behind the wheel of a car and start driving? Say, I'm doing 50 miles an hour. I'm sound. 